0: What's going on, everybody, out there on Authentic Minds slash the Man Who Grew Up Angry podcast? This is your host, John O. I'm very excited about another episode. I'm very excited to give you guys some value. If you don't know who I am, my name is John O. I am a podcaster slash author. And this year, in 2023, at the beginning of this year, I decided to publish a book called. The man who grew up angry. It is not my first book, but it is a book that I feel needed to be put out. And the reason I put it out is because I struggled so many years of my life dealing with anger. And in that anger, I didn't know how to deal with it because, as men, so many times what I noticed is we have not been trained to deal with our anger, we have not been trained to deal with our emotions. So, so. So much confusion of my life came from the anger I had due to sadness, fear, distractions, whatever it was. And so I wrote the book. I talk about where the anger started. I talk about the lessons I learned from the anger. And then I give the conclusion about the anger and how to heal. So I feel like it is my mission and my job to help 100 million people to help them heal from their childhood traumas. And not necessarily do it in a therapeutic way, but just give them some sort of guidance and to help them understand why they may be angry, to give them pointers on how to deal with their anger. And so after they are able to deal with their anger, they are able to um, feel better about themselves and who they are. So if you all want to follow me. You can follow me on TikTok at John 0873. You could also follow me at Instagram at Arthur john 0. Those are two places you can find me. Um, you can also, we got our we're revamping our website, so it'll be up in in um when will it be up? In about two weeks. So you'll find us there. Today I want to talk about abandonment. And I feel like this is necessary because I feel like a lot of our anger it stems from how we were raised. Well, I know a lot of it stems from how we were raised. And um, we, we grew up, maybe we grew up in the foster care system. Maybe we, we grew up and we got in a lot of trouble and we went in and out of prison. Maybe we um, had parents who weren't available to us, whatever the situation was. And now as adults, we are angry because as children we didn't have the guidance that we wanted. Right. So I want you to take this time if you can, if you hear that, that's a plane in the background. But if you want to, I want, I want you to take this time to kind of like reflect on your childhood. I want you to take this time to if you if you can, wherever you're at, you're in your car, you're in your you're at work. Um, I want you to take this time to revisit why you feel so angry about the abandonment. I know for myself where the abandonment started was it started with like I talk about in my book. It started with my my dad and my mom getting a divorce. And so I was very angry growing up. And so after they got the divorce, they you know, my dad and his wife, they got married about two years later and then there was a lot of verbal abuse in the house. So my anger came from not being heard. My anger came from not feeling like I, was, I wasn't seen in those moments where I need to feel seen. And so I want to take this podcast on a slower note and do some self-reflection. I was listening to um, Sway in the Morning. For you all who don't know who Sway in the Morning is, Sway is a radio radio host who has been interviewing rappers, actors, um, all, sorts of, all sorts of people, activists. And um, he's been doing this for years, over 30 years, and basically interviews people who have done significant amounts of things and who have accomplished a lot in their specific career field as an entrepreneur journey. Um, so, relating this to abandonment, he had a... Um, he had a he had Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin is a gospel a gospel artist who's been out for a long time since I've been a kid. I'm 39 years old. I remember when he was out when I was in fifth grade, and he is a 16. He won 16 Grammy Award Gores according to him, nominated um, since 1990s, and. On the show, on, on on Sway in the Morning, he's speaking about an incident he found out recently on the show where he found out that his biological father was his dad. And basically, he grew up in a small town, and nobody in the town told him. His mom, the, the lady he grew up with, he didn't grow up with his actual biological mom, but basically what he was saying was nobody ever gave him the truth about About his his uh, his dad and who he was. So he got a DNA test. He found it out and his dad and he's taping this. He did a documentary about it and he taped it. And here here's a 53 year old man still trying to find out the connection to his biological father. And so the thing that hurt him so much was the fact that, you know, not only was he lied to. He wasn't just lied to that. This that. He never had a father, but the man who he was angry at for so long, he was told so many horrible things by the women and the people he grew up around. And that wasn't the truth of the situation. And so he felt abandoned. And um, and so it really hurt him to the core. And so he's expressing this and he's trying to tell people how to heal in this process. And how does this relate to our trauma of being angry? Well, so many of us whether we grew up in a foster care system, whether we grew up in a two-parent household, whether we grew up in a single-parent household, we are still deeply hurt by our parents. Maybe our parents were narcissists. Maybe um, they were manipulative. Maybe they were abusive verbally, um, physically, sexually, whatever the situation was. And if you were, um, I want to send my my compassion out to you. I want to send and say that, I'm sorry that that thing, whatever they did to you, happened to you, but you don't have to live as a victim for the rest of your life. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. And although we look like, in in so many cases, what I noticed, the people who have it all, quote unquote, figured out are still deeply hurt the most and they're able to mask it up the most based off what their parents didn't give them. And so what I want to encourage you to do today is I want you to explore your childhood. And I want you to take this time. Maybe it may be 30 minutes today. Maybe it may be a minute. Maybe it may be two minutes. Maybe it may be an hour. I want you to take time out for yourself. And I want you to explore why you feel abandoned and why that particular person who abandoned you uh, hurt hurt so much just like with the Kurt Franklin situation why did that particular situation hurt so much why was that the thing that made you feel like you you feel like you want to beat somebody up or you feel like you want to lash out why is it that that particular situation makes you feel like you're not good enough because as we go through life one thing I noticed Even in my particular story with my dad and his wife, my dad, my dad's wife was the key focal point for me to make me feel like I was abandoned. Now, there were thousands of millions of thousands of other people in my life that I've come across who have abandoned me. But that that tended to be the focal point of, of where all the anger started and all the anger I had pent up inside me was And so many times we do that. So many times we focus on this one person versus the good person or the good people in our life that who who did give us something great or did give us something to look forward to or did help us when we needed them or did um, make us feel wanted. You see what I'm saying? And so many times because of that, we're still holding on to that abandonment when the reality is those people were doing what they did. And I'm not saying that to let them off the hook. This is not to say they did what they did. They shouldn't have done what they done. Maybe they should not have done what they've done. But where we have to take responsibility is we have to say, you know what? I'm a grown adult now or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young adult now, wherever you are at in life. And it is not my responsibility to take on these people what they should or should not done. It's not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility to make them feel like they could have, should have, would have done. They weren't there when I was at the football games. They weren't there to come get me when I was in the system and I was locked up. And, I, you know, I needed them to come. They weren't there. And that's a part of ourselves where we have to be real with ourselves when we're healing, these people will never come to rescue us. I always say this. If being angry could have changed what happened, it would have already changed what happened. And so since. What those people did. Is what they did, then you have to figure out what you're going to do in order to heal. And so many times, just like in the Kurt Franklin situation and just like mine where we feel abandoned, a lot of that leads to anxiety. It leads to um, feeling abandoned. It it leads to us feeling aggressive. It leads to us feeling unworthy. It It leads us to feeling neglected. And so what I noticed is a lot of times we push people away who may want to do good for us, may want to help us, may want to Uh, see us win. And when we do that, we're neglecting our inner child who needed that parent or needed that person there to help us. And so it manifests in our adulthood in these ways. And so relating back to my story, uh, relating back um, in in my book where I talk about abandonment, you know, so many times I can remember I needed that person there so I would keep replaying this story and I would keep saying um, I would keep saying this story in my head that my my my, my dad's wife she did this to me so this person is going to do it to me and don't we often do that sometimes we say we keep repeating the same story in our head and then it, we manifest and it becomes true and the reality is Everybody is not out to get us. Everybody is not out to hurt us. Everybody is not out to do the thing that that person who we have in between our ears did. Some people just did what they did. Maybe that person, um, maybe that person who did what they did, they struggle with mental illness. We don't know. Maybe the person who did what they did, the parent who wasn't there for us, um, maybe their only way out of 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 what they did was to be verbally abusive because the person who did that to them they're doing that to us because it was easy for do it it was easy for them it was easy for them to do it to us because we were defensive. we were defenseless if that makes sense and so now we take on the same traits that we hate there was a psychologist who once told me, she said, you know, John, be careful because the very person you hate is the very person you become like. And what she was basically saying to me was um, with the person we hate is usually the person that we're holding on to. So we become just like them because we are constantly thinking about them. And so I want you to keep that in mind as you go through your day. I want you to keep that in mind as you go through the times where you felt abandoned yes maybe that person did abandon you maybe that person did um, say things that weren't in your favor maybe that person did uh, want to hurt you maybe that person was verbally abusive but now you don't have to take on those same traits you have to learn to take responsibility for your own healing you know I can remember going through life, um, because I felt abandoned, always feeling the need to prove, uh, this individual, this person wrong. I need, I need her to come to my, she didn't come to my games. She didn't come to my football game when I was six, when I was in sixth grade. So now I'm going to prove to her that I'm going to get a college degree. And after I got the college degree by proving her wrong, um, I, I still felt like I needed more uh, more approval. And that's pretty much what I was saying. And so many times we're, we're, we're going through life and we're trying to seek people's approval, these people who will, who will probably never be there for us. No matter how much we may want to, we, we have to get to a space where we're real with ourselves and we say, the person may never come. The person who abandoned us may never, ever come. And that's a reality we have to face. They may never come Appreciate our business. They may never come. um, We have a child. They may never come. Congratulate us for having a child. Whatever the thing is. We're we're in. So as long as we keep this thing in our head. I need them to come. I need them to come. They may never come. What if they don't? Then we just spent the rest of our life. Wishing and praying and hoping. For something that never existed. And so. And so. In chapter 18 of my book, I'm just going to read this correlating with the book as well. Um, it, I talk about proving people wrong. And in proving people wrong, we necessarily don't have to. And I know this kind of off topic, but we don't have to prove people wrong in order to get back at the person. Because one thing I realized about wanting to prove somebody wrong because they abandoned us, what we're really saying ultimately is I want them to validate my inner child. I want them to come back and I want them to validate who I am. But here's the truth, my friend. The only person that needs to validate you is you. And that inner child who's still wounded is still seeking approval for somebody who's never going to come. The only thing you're going to do is keep wounded, that inner child, if that makes sense. That's all you're going to do. All you're going to do is keep being frustrated, keep being mad. And then all the people who want want to be in your life, you're going to push them away. And so I'm going to read this portion of the chapter in chapter uh, 19, Proving Them Wrong. Correlating with the Kirk Franklin and the, and the, uh, in my story, it says proven them wrong. Chapter 19, page 114. 14, the person who consumes our thoughts will eventually consume our energy. Why? Because emotions are energy in motion. The more you try to work against the person who did you wrong, the more energy you are wasting and the more energy you're waste thinking about them, the less energy you have for yourself remember that a lady i was working with back in 2013 when i was a security guard said something that stood out to me for the rest of my life she said john always remember the war is always between your ears oh how true this statement is what we focus on grows if we spend our time thinking about people who did us wrong then those kind kinds of people will stand out in our minds we will walk around thinking thoughts of paranoia or loneliness. These are the kinds of thoughts reproduce from trying to prove people wrong all the time instead of focusing within. Because the reality is, we may be able to prove them wrong in one area of our life. However, in another part, we may not. And with that being said, as we see in my story, trying to prove people wrong, Dylan going back to abandonment will not help us gain their validation because ultimate times we're, we're, we're spending so much time what I realize we're spending so much time trying to get this person's attention because we need their validations in our heads. We need their approval. We need their this. And the truth is you don't because if you gain their approval and they don't give you what you want, then you'll be mad about that. You see what I'm saying? The reality is we won't get every single thing we want out of this life. Everybody's not going to come save us. Everybody from our childhood won't come back from from the grave, as I call it, metaphorically speaking, and come protect us like we wanted to. They just won't. And so we have to spend our days and times focusing on how we're going to do better and how we're going to become better, you know. And so what I noticed is for myself, just like the Kurt Franklin story, or just like my story, It wasn't until I forgave myself where I realized regardless of how much I wanted her validation, she is never going to give it to me. And I although those years I felt abandoned by her, one realization I came to was, seeking this lady's approval and seeking this lady's validation will never get it. I may want her to come around the corner. I may want her to uh, root me on, even with this book, even with the book, The Man Who Grew Up Angry. If I wrote this book back in 2008 and I wrote this book, I I want her to come. And so many times we're doing that. We're doing that. If we're realistic with ourselves, so many times we're doing stuff. Because we want the approval of that childhood, that, that inner wounded child within us, that parent who abandoned us, we want them to come back and say, hey, good job, I'm going to cheer you on now. And the reality is they may never come. They may never come to the wedding we're having. They may never come to the, the, the business deal where we made a hundred grand. They may never come to our graduation. They may never come. They, they just may never come. And that's a reality that we have to face. You know, I just want you to move on, my friend. I want you to move on. Stop trying to seek validation from people who remind you of people who abandoned you. We can't get every single thing out of this life. That doesn't mean stay, that doesn't mean um, be mad all day and and allow people to tolerate and, and allow people to run you over. But what it does mean is that moving on in this life is learning how to live with those moments to say you know what I learned that um, that I'm good I learned that I don't need that person in my life I don't need that relationship because that relationship is not healthy to my well-being today I'm okay without them ever coming around I'm okay without the this and that I'm okay I'm okay. I don't need them to to, to, to to validate me. They weren't there for me when I was seventh grade and I had the grad, the school graduation and I, I was looking on the side to see it there. I had my college graduation and they didn't come. OK, it is what it is. One thing I noticed, I want to say this. Let me add this. Just like the Kirk Franklin story, who's super famous and still struggling with the same issues of abandonment. That some of us are as adult, some of us as adults as so-called regular people we're still doing the same thing. And as we see with the correlation, I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but just follow me, with abandonment, we don't have to seek anybody else's approval for self. You know, and although the here's a guy who's famous, super, super quote unquote well off, has all the accolades that a man could want, a person could want, and still he's struggling as many of us struggle as regular people. So it doesn't matter your age or your or your or your status or your whatever, we all deal with it. It's just our job to learn how to deal with it, if that makes sense. It's our job to stop seeking these people's validation that the inner wounded child wants and just say, you know what, I'm gonna move on my life. Because the reality is everyone won't approve us. No matter how talented we are, no matter how smart we are, how much money we make, how well we do in our careers, how well we speak, whatever it is, we can't do enough to get certain people's approval. We can't. And that's what I hope you take from this podcast. I hope you take tonight that I can't do enough to get this person When I was six, seven, nine years old to come back and apologize to me. Here's a question I want you to think about. What if you spend all your life wanting their apology and they never give it to you? Then what? Do you see what I'm saying? See, the reality is one thing I learned with my dad's wife is that the the day I may receive her apology is at her funeral. What I mean by that is I may never get an apology from her all the abuse all the psychological all the things you know what i just started to realize that she has her own issues that she is not that she is not willing to face and when i was a child or growing up i was just somebody to vent that out to do you see how that works she was hurt So she spread that hurt. Now, that doesn't give me, that doesn't give her the right to hurt me. But that doesn't mean I'm going to sit around and stay around. But it also doesn't mean I have to hold on to that. That part of my life is over and I'm okay with it. And I just learned to move on. And I learned to be me. And I learned to say, okay, this is where I'm going. And if anybody like her, here's, here's one of the greatest lessons I learned from that situation. Anybody who reminds me of her in in the sense of her kind of behavior, I don't entertain it. I don't entertain it. I don't I don't stay around for it. I don't move around for it. I don't I don't try to indulge in it. I just realize that that kind of behavior is a trigger of mine, and I'm okay with that. And that's the beautiful part about life. We go through life and we learn from it. But one of the things I want you to learn is I want you to learn how to not try to seek people's approval. Those people who abandoned you and and made you feel like shit and they told you you weren't there, that parent who wasn't there and was verbally abusive, if you have to leave them, just leave. And be okay with that decision. Be okay with that decision that you made within yourself, regardless of how they make you feel, regardless of how how quote-unquote bad they said you are, whatever it is, you have to look within yourself and you say, you know what? I love myself enough to not lie to myself. I love myself enough to know that this relationship is not going anywhere. That's part of growth. That's part of healing. Healing is not all the time, oh, you know, kumbaya, we're going to be good with everything. That's not what healing is. Healing is learning how to deal with self, learning how to become a better you, Learning how to say, you know what, I'm going to be a happier version of me regardless of the people around me, what they say. And that's what healing is about. Going from hurt to healing. So the lessons I want to, I want to give you guys in this. Um, number one, from the abandonment, I want you to start monitoring your self-talk. Meaning start realizing the things you say to yourself. One of the things I realized on this journey of hurt to healing is so many of us speak negatively, negatively about ourselves because the adults who raised us talked to us like that. And how they spoke to us is now how we speak to ourselves. Monitor your self talk. If you fail a test, if you have an outburst because your anxiety attacks or whatever it is, if you freak out because of your PTSD, if you lose your job, whatever it is, monitor how you communicate with yourself. Because those people who abandon us probably were abandoned themselves. And then it is not our responsibility to take on their burden. Remember that. Monitor that self-talk. You're not dumb because you made a mistake. You're not a failure because you failed. And usually we're saying these things to ourselves because when we grew up as children and we had no defense, that's what was told to us. You see, hurt people hurt people. So take this time to monitor your self talk. Lesson number two always remember you and I aren't the only people on earth who got neglected and abandoned. It. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this in an attackful way, but and in, in, but being empathetic, I'm just saying this to encourage you to live in the present moment and move on from what happened so many times because of the abandonment, just like the Kirk Franklin story, just like my story, we stay focused on who did what to us. And let me say this. Isn't it amazing no matter how much accomplishments or fame and awards he received, he still is disappointed by one thing. By the fact that his dad wasn't there. And so many of us are struggling with the same thing. We had eight great things happen in our week and we focus on the one bad thing. And what do we do? That's all we do. Because that's what the people we grew up around did to us. That's what the parent who raised us did. And so what I want you to do is I want you to focus on spending time focusing on yourself and what you did do right. Focus on the the things you did do right this week, even if it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, even if it doesn't seem like you're growing, even if it doesn't seem like you're doing anything better, even if it doesn't seem. Even if 10 people told you this week that what you did was stupid, you do you do for you versus what seeking those people's validation who you grew up around. Lesson number three, remember that our parents who abandoned us probably were abandoning themselves, growing up as a result of raised off survival and not love. And one of the things I'm learning, like I say, hurt people hurt people. But I also want to say this. Many of our parents probably weren't never taught love. They weren't never taught. They were taught how to survive. So... They were taught, I'm going to raise this kid as long as I feed them, as long as I clothe them, as long as I house them, just like in a prison. This is what that person needs. And the truth is, a child needs emotional support. They need psychological support. They need care. They need to be seen. They need to be heard. And... You learn this as you get older, but the reality is that person, that, that the way they treated us and spoke to us is probably how they were spoken to because their parents raised them off survival. Their guardian raised them off survival, and so now we have to take it in our responsibility to say, I'm not going to raise my children out of survival. I'm going to raise them out of love and care. I'm going to re-raise myself. Sorry for that. I'm going to re-raise myself. off survival. I'm going to remember. I'm going to re-raise myself. I mean I'm going to re-raise myself out of love. I'm going to re-raise myself out of caring for myself. I'm going to re-raise myself out of. uh, Not abandoning myself. Is, Is my mental okay? Is my. Do I feel okay? Maybe I need to take a break from X, Y, and Z because I'm I'm, I'm feeling stressed out and I need to just take time out for self. Versus trying to push through it 24-7 and then I get sick. See the difference? If I can. Um we and once we become better at doing this we start to understand ourselves better because so many times what i've learned is because of because of the abandonment we face we start to abandon ourselves we start to neglect ourselves we're there for everybody we're we're there for him and her and him and and them and them but we're not there for ourselves and so i want you to take time out for yourself and i want you To be kinder to yourself. I want you to. Give yourself time off sometimes. Give yourself a break. Um, Not always try to push through things. I did a podcast the other day called Slow Down. Why we need to slow down. We don't need to be everywhere at every time all the time. And I think a lot of times that comes from a trauma response of. Of what we dealt with and, and how we're trying to run away from that inner child who was hurt. You see what I'm saying? So take this time out for yourself. Take your time to give yourself a break. Take your time to um, deal with that inner wounded child who was abandoned and give that person self-care so you can become a happier version of you. Um, Next lesson. Take time. Take time to do something fun. One of the things I'm learning as an adult is we have been so conditioned to think that we cannot have fun. We cannot enjoy our life. We have to go to the most extravagant place. In order to have fun. We have to buy the most expensive car. We have to have the latest. Whatever whatever that thing is. The reality is. Enjoy yourself. Put on a comedy special. You know. Learn to enjoy yourself. In the moment. Learn to have the fun. And one one thing. Let me say this as well. One, One of the other things I notice is. A lot of times we don't have fun because the adult who raised us told us we couldn't have fun. You see how that works? You see how what we were taught we start doing to ourselves? But this goes back to abandonment. The, the abandonment we felt is the abandonment we do to ourselves. And so I want you to take this time to not neglect yourself. You don't have to prove anything to someone sometimes. We don't always gotta prove somebody that something to somebody. We don't always gotta be the toughest. We don't always gotta, you know, um, um, we don't we don't always have to be everywhere in, in at one time. We don't always have to. Um, we we don't always have to put on a put on a mask of our ego. If that makes sense sometimes just being us is okay and the people who can accept it can accept and the people who don't don't that's part of not abandoning yourself just accepting who we are lesson number five we have to take a we have to take the abandonment that our parents did less and less personal and realize that their life is theirs and ours is ours and the more we realize this and start owning our own stories versus what they should have could have did, we give ourselves permission and our power back and start living and stop wanting their permission to do what we want to do. I can remember when I was, I remember when I was playing football, I played football fourth grade through all the way through my senior year in high school and I remember the difference because of my size, because of the position I had to change up. And I remember when I played fourth through eighth grade and I remember I started every game I was able to play and then when I got in 10th through 12th grade, everything changed because I had to change for a different position. I had to change through, you know, I didn't it was a whole different ball game. People were bigger, people were faster, I couldn't keep up with the speed. And I sat the bench all three years. And I remember being so mad within myself. I was mad at the coaches, I was mad at this person, I was mad at that person. And I held this. I held on to this for years after. I'm talking about years. We're talking about five years after, six, six years after. And what I realized was, in that sport, in that particular sport, that was not the sport for me to be good at. Right? Maybe if I'd have taken during the time, maybe if I'd have taken Muay Thai or something like that, boxing. Right? Maybe I would have done better at that. And I say that to say this. the When you were that age. 9 years old. 10 years old. And you were being abandoned. And 12 years old. You have to realize that your parent was going through something else. My parent was going through their own world. Or whatever it was. Maybe they uh, took on a lot of loans that they didn't tell you about. Maybe... They, you know, whatever the thing was, whatever the thing was, they had their own set of problems. Right. And this is one thing I'm realizing. And so the less we learn to take responsibility or we take it what they did to us personally, the more we can move on with our life. Now, this doesn't mean. I did a podcast about this, about forgiveness. This doesn't exclude that if they behave the same way or they treat us with the same kind of uh, nonchalantness that we got to stay around for that. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when we start to, um, when we start to realize that that what they did was what they did and who they were is who they are we start to give ourselves permission to deal with our own shit and not deal with theirs if that makes sense and just like the football analogy that situation is over what those those coaches felt like they couldn't put me in I just couldn't be put in that game but if I would have changed it to another sport maybe I would have been better But that part of my life is over now, and now I just take responsibility for my own thing and what I do. And so what I want to encourage you to do in this lesson is start giving your yourself permission to do what you really want to do if you know you really want to play basketball start going to play basketball if you know you want to travel start setting up things to go travel if you if you want to uh, become a millionaire whatever it is start doing if you want to go skydiving go do it because a lot of times the reason why we're telling ourselves we can't do these things because that that voice that adult voice who those parents they they're telling us these things But we don't realize that that, that's what was told to them. So to break that, we start giving ourselves permission to say, I'm going to do this thing anyway. I'm not going to live out the nightmares of what this parent who told me I couldn't do A, B, and C. I'm not going to do that to myself. I'm going to do what I know to do for me and which makes me happy. And you do that for you. And once you do that, you'll start to see that your healing journey starts to come. You'll start to see, oh, you know what? I can do this. I am having fun. I am da 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 da, da. Maybe they told you you couldn't be in a relationship. And it's horrible. And da, da 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 And you start noticing you like being in a relationship. Well, start growing from that. We have to learn how to detach from the inner wounded child by learning to grow from that and learning to to do new things for ourselves we can't stay in the same thing the meaning of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results be okay with the fact be okay with the fact that what happened to you happened to you and who you are and who you're becoming is who you're becoming taking their stuff less personally and you stop trying to prove them wrong and you start just being okay I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself permission to do what the fuck I want to do. And that's okay. And it could be something, like I say, something as simple as, I'm going to swim with sharks. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm just saying. Something simple as, I want to travel to another city this year. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to put $1,000 down. I'm going to go. That's it. Give ourselves permission to do something we really want to do. Versus what the Trying to meet the person's expectation because we, we need to prove them wrong. We need to seek their validation. We need to do all these things. No. No. Let it go. Last lesson, start to reparent yourself. We all have a parent we wish we could have had, could have been. We all know we, could, we want a parent. Maybe we saw them on TV. Maybe we saw them. Uh, maybe we grew up around them. Start being that parent to yourself. Start being that parent to your inner kid. So example, I use this as an example. If you, let's say you made money, you're making $50,000 this year and your goal is to make more next year and you make $70,000 a year, congratulate yourself. Be the parent who, who, who wanted, who was there to see you do that. If you start a podcast, just like what I did and you always wanted to share your story and be be the parent be the parent to yourself to start congratulating yourself for that you know because the truth is i always say this being angry could have changed what happened in our childhood it would already changed it so instead of being angry use that same anger and that fear and that sadness to put into what you really want to do Repairing yourself Cheer yourself on for the little things Because it's the little things that lead to the big things It's not the big things That got to the little things It's the little things Every single day that lead to the big thing. If you want to lose weight And you say, you know, I'm going to start going to the gym And you go three times a week Cheer yourself on Man, I'm so proud of myself I did A, B, and C Even if it sounds crazy at first Here's the question Will you stay around to wait for them forever or will you just give yourself what your inner child has always desire you to do? Do you see what I'm saying? We can't wait around for a parent who's never gonna come around. We can't wait for them to get it right. We can't say, you know what, one day they're gonna and I wish they would have done that. They did what they did, they are who they are, be okay with that. That's how we grow. That's how we go from hurt to healing. That's how we learn the lessons, and we extract the lessons from our childhood. And we and we just take it and we leave it, whatever that means for you. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not the guru. I'm not the guy to tell you, oh yeah, you know, you need to do this and da-da. I'm the guy to encourage you to self-reflect within yourself and say, you know what? I'm gonna start living my life. I'm gonna start my journey of healing, whatever that means. And I'm going to live that. We can't change what people did to us. We can't change the fact that a person is who they are or what they did or what they should have did. We can't change that. But what we can do is we can become a better version of us by extracting that version of ourselves so we can become better. That's all we can do. And once we learn to do that, then we will become who we need to become. And we will go from hurt to healing. That may mean you have to leave that parent behind, and you grow within yourself. It may shed a few tears, it may take you a week, it may take you a month, it may take you a year. Be okay with that, because this journey is about you. You are a human, but you are a spiritual being having a human experience. Be okay with that. This is your host, John O. I hope somebody learned something from this podcast. I hope that somebody who hears this, hears me, says, you know what? That parent who abandoned me did it on their own personal reasons, whatever their own personal reason was. I don't take it personal anymore. I forgive myself. I learn to slow down and I learn to become a better version of me. Pick up my book, The Man Who Grew Up Angry. It's on Amazon.com. If you want to find me at author John O. That's on my Instagram at authorjono and also on TikTok, Jono873, where I give tips on how to deal with our anger and how to go from hurt to healing because we are all on this journey. It doesn't take a day. It's not a day's time. It's going to take years of unlearning and relearning, going from hurt to healing, going from a person who's been wounded and holding on to those inner wounds to becoming to the adult who manifested Uh, a great relationship with self and a great relationship with others and learning how to become a better you at the end of the day. Remember to pick up the book, The Man Who Grew Up Angry. We got master classes coming in the future. The book will be an audio book by next year. We got courses coming for you guys. We got a lot in store and I'm very excited. And on my journey, I'm learning to take my time not rushing through this process because it's a process that we all have to grow through. I hope this I hope this serves you. I hope you grow from it. I hope you become a better you. And remember, that person who abandoned you, they probably did it because it was done to them. So now you have to learn to repair yourself so you don't abandon yourself. I hope you all have a great day night wherever you're at.